Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast with Nicolene Peck. Improving your life, uniting your family, changing the world. Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. I'm Nicolene Peck and I'm joined here with my daughter, Paige Baumert. Hi Paige, how are you? I am doing swell. Of course you are. You are always such a happy person. That (laughs) is one of your strengths, really, that you have this happiness quality that just, it flows out of you. It's so exuberant. And some people might say that you're sort of a woo type personality, wouldn't they? (laughs) Anyway, so today we're going to talk about uncovering your strengths and being a woo type person is one of Paige's definite strengths. And we're going to talk about how to uncover your strength and other people's strengths as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun, but before we get to that, we are going to share with you a fun family activity because that is a tradition that we have here on the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. So Paige, what type of a fun family activity do you remember from your childhood? I remember one particular 5th of May or Cinco de Mayo, we decided to make our own piñatas out of paper mache. And that was, oh, so fun. So we cut up strips of newspaper and then we made the paper mache stuff and then we blew up balloons and then we covered the balloons in the paper mache and let it dry. And then when the paper mache was dry, we popped the balloons and took them out and then we painted our pinatas and then we filled them with candy and then we beat them up until they broke. And it was awesome. It was, it was a lot of fun. In fact, you can do lots of things with paper mache, not just... Um, pinatas, but you can also do masks or other kinds of different structures that you can do. And you don't have to use the inside with a balloon. You can also use cardboard and other things to, to make the structure take shape. So experimenting with paper mache is fun, probably because you get to put your hands in goopy flower water stuff. Yes. And that is always exciting. And then you get to smear it everywhere. And <laughs> it's just so cool to see what happens as it dries, right? Mm-hmm. And if somebody does it like you guys, then by the way, we didn't do it on the 5th of May. We definitely did it before Cinco de Mayo. So that oh, we could for, have a Cinco de Mayo, yeah. Yeah. So that we could have a Cinco de Mayo party because there's no way that the whole process could happen in one day unless you didn't use very much flower water mixture, in which case maybe. <laughs> But um, no, you have to plan ahead just a little bit. Or whatever it's called. (laughs) Exactly. So much fun, though, to make your own piñatas. It's so easy to buy them nowadays. They're so inexpensive. But why not make them? Why not teach that chemistry of mixing the flour and water together and watching it dry and making your own paste and talking about that kind of stuff? Lots of fun. The paper mache ones are usually a bit more durable than the ones you buy at the store, which makes it more fun to beat it up even more. That's actually true. And when they crack, it really looks like you broke an egg or the earth Mm -hmm. or something. It's a little different. It's awesome. Experience. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So fun. I love that idea. Great idea, Paige. Okay, so today we're talking about strengths. And like everything here on the Teaching Self-Government podcast, we look at our topic and 
our journeys and who we're becoming through the lens of self-government. So self-government is being able to determine the cause and effect of any given situation and possessing a knowledge of your own behaviors so that you can control them. That is what we are talking about today, Paige. Yes. Possessing a knowledge of your own behaviors specifically but i'd say more the the things things that do well yeah are behind your behaviors what influence your behaviors true yeah that's exactly personality some of your personality but you don't have to stay in that personality forever you could definitely change it yeah you change and grow yeah you can change and grow and so it could be interesting to examine your strengths one year and then a few years later examine those strengths again and see if anything is different after a bunch of experiences, things you've learned, and more experience self-governing yourself to see if you actually improve, or I shouldn't say improve, but change, you know, in some ways. So in my book, Parenting a House United, there's a whole section toward the front of the book all about relationships and understanding the people that you live with and understanding people's love languages and some of their different characteristics so Paige, just refresh us really quickly on like what love languages are. So love languages, they are typically known. There's five that are typically discussed, um, but they're basically ways that people connect with each other or how people connect best. And so the main ones are um, like quality time. So spending you know, meaningful time with someone, physical touch or meaningful touch. Words of affirmation, so praise or telling someone that they're like showing, showing them their strengths through words or appreciation or gratitude. Um, oh yeah, gifts. That's another one. So obviously people enjoy receiving gifts and service. Service. Yep. You're right. <laughs> one day I'll have them all memorized. <laughs> yeah. Quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, gifts and service. <laughs> Got it. Well, maybe, maybe the order that you just went through them were the ones you like them in that order. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Oh yeah. <laughs> acts of service. Why. That was the last one. No, it's funny though. Cause like those things before I got married, I knew I was, my main one was quality time. My secondary was physical touch. Those were the two strongest. But after I got married, I, you know, kind of reassessed things because there's a quiz you can take online for that too. Um, and I realized that acts of service was my number one followed by quality time. And I thought that was really interesting because um, I realized that I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. Every time that, you know, Joseph does something or like does the dishes without me asking or uh, makes me breakfast before I even wake up, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so loved, you know? Hmm. and I realized that that had, you know, that had changed from previous, and I thought that was so interesting, but like you said earlier, you know, those, those strengths can change depending on life experience. Mm -hmm. Well, and just your perspective, maybe even the things you value, your priorities can shift. I mean, when you first started learning about love languages, you were a young girl, right? Mm-hmm. And back then it was like, I think gifts, you know, is kind of my love language. In fact, when you were little, definitely gifts was your love <laughs> language. You were always giving gifts to people, but maybe that That's really kind of love. is, yeah. Yeah. But maybe, well, you also really appreciated it. If someone drew you a little picture or did something nice for you, you were like, oh, 
but maybe that was also kind of a feeling of service. I don't know. Anyway, um, but then, you know, as you change your grow and okay, well, now you're married. So life is a little different. You've been through a lot. You've lived with a lot of different roommates and people and stuff Mm -hmm. over the years. And, and so now you appreciate people with more mature eyes. And so, yeah, of course you're going to change in those kinds of things. Yeah. So there's other things too, you know, there's people that there's people that plan ahead. There's people that are really spontaneous. There's people that like to be the center of attention. There's people that absolutely don't like to be the center of attention. There's <laughs> introverts, extroverts, omniverts, you know, so there's all kinds of different ways that you can get to know yourself and other people. But there's one in particular that we wanted to talk about today because we just recently did it and find that it's very interesting. So for whew, quite some time now, in fact, I think it's been quite a few months, I've had people telling me about a certain strengths finder test. And and I got to tell you that, you know, I have studied so much about relationships and personalities and stuff that I'm like, I'm, I think I'm pretty good on that. Yeah, I think I'm pretty good. And so, you know, so people would refer me and I'm like, oh, I'm glad that you really like that. That's interesting. Yes, it's super good to know these things. You know, it helps us understand ourselves and other people better. So that's great. But I wasn't super motivated to take it. So then my intern, because I've, I've had an intern right now, and um, she said, oh, I took this test and it's really insightful. And so then I thought, okay, well, here we are again, this, this talking about this test and I haven't had this test yet. So <laughs> maybe I one. better, maybe I better do it. Yeah. Because, you know, and then she and I were at a filming day uh, with a colleague of mine and this colleague was talking about the test and I thought, okay, here we go again. Okay. I'm just going to have to take it. So I said, okay, I promise you guys, I'm going to take the test. <laughs> So then Quinn happened to be over and we were talking about, you know, his different like educational goals and career stuff and whatever. And I said, you know, I'm going to take this test. How about you take the test with me? And he's like, oh, I already took that test. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I definitely have to take this test. Okay. I've done that. So yeah. So I took the test and we actually ended up unlocking his whole test because he hadn't unlocked the whole things. He only knew his top five strengths in the strengths test. And you can know where you rank on all 34 strengths. So there's 34 strengths. Number 34 is going to be your, basically your weakness <laughs> of all the strengths. They, yeah. They're just nice and they call them strengths, but <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is there's good things in every one of these things. So I like that. I like that nothing is necessarily like, oh, that's a bad one or that's a good one. It's just, they're all good qualities. They all contribute in a positive way. Yeah. And they all make a person who they are. They all lend to how a person processes the world, how they communicate, whether they're going to be more open with their communication or not and stuff. Um, But you know, you can see which ones, which aspects of you are, you know, the greatest strength versus things that are kind of mediocre strengths. And then things where it's like, well, if I really care about that one, I probably ought to work on it, like actually work on it Mm because it's a weakness because it's the bottom. Yeah. Now, what is is this test called? So it is the Gallup strength finder test. Isn't that the Clifton 34 or something like that? Right. So if you go to my.gallup.com, so G-A-L-L-U-P, 
my.gallup.com. And you guys, I get nothing for this. Okay. So <laughs> they, they should give me a kickback, but I just want to tell you about the test. Anyway. So if you go there and you take this test, um, I think you can get one of their books and the test comes with it for free, I think, or I think you can pay 20 bucks for the basic test. And, and then it's like, $49 or something for the full to unlock all of it. The basic test, you take the same test, but they just tell you your top five strengths, which is where people focus the most. But I really liked knowing all 34. So I took it. And when I read my descriptions of some of my top strengths, I was actually like, holy cow, do they know me? I mean, it was the <laughs> most it was the most, um, I don't know, personalized. And I was literally just answering these basic questions, not yes and no, but kind of ranking on a spectrum different things. And what they figured out about me, I don't know if it should scare me. I, <laughs> I don't know, but it was so cool. So my number one thing was actually strategic. And it says, you create alternative ways to proceed. Faced with any given scenario, you can quickly spot the relevant patterns and issues. And it goes on and on. That's just the basic. And for anyone who knows you and has like talked with you about self-government or anything, that is 110% true. Yeah. That's why people come to me because because they, they say okay this is what's going on with my child you know they'll, they'll schedule a one-on-one <laughs> or they'll it. join my you know join my course or my support group because they want to ask me questions they're like okay okay I get that and I love your process you put together a strategy for how to handle this that's wonderful but what do I do about this and then I say well this is what you do. And I boil it down and make a plan for people. And I can see stuff. I can spot very quickly patterns that a lot of people don't see in their own behaviors or in the behaviors of other people. Yeah, and people, then I can tell them what to do. I know for me, like in some of my recent mentoring um, sessions, people have been like, okay, so my child is doing this and this and this, and I'm really getting overwhelmed because I'm trying this, but it's not working. And you know, they do this and I'm like, and they're like what do I do? I'm like, okay. So this behavior can be fixed with this basic skill and with this principle. That's it. It's that easy. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, it's, I know it can be overwhelming when you're right in the middle of it. That's why we're here to help you. (laughs) (laughs) But like everything that we teach, it covers 99% of all behaviors. Right. And Mm. so no matter the age, and it was funny because um, the lady I was mentoring, she's like, you guys really need to do something more for younger kids. I'm like, and in my mind, I'm thinking all of this applies to anyone of any age. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I don't know if she understood that quite as, as well anyway, but I just kind of thought it was funny. Um, but people aren't trained to like, look at the self-government principles they're learning and then see which ones could apply to their current situation. Well, that's because we create certain thought patterns, you know, Mm -hmm. but what my brain just naturally does, according to the strengths finder test. And, you know, I already know this about myself. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I already know this, but it automatically sees the patterns 
and then it sees what they need. And Paige, of these 39 strengths, your number nine strength is strategic. So that's one of your higher, usually if it's in the top 10, that's like, those are your higher quality strengths. Mm -hmm. So you have strategic as number nine. So, and, and it's probably no surprise because you were raised by a person who strategic was their number one. Right. So of course that's going to end up rubbing off to you a bit. So, but one thing Paige does, she has some really incredible um, things that came out in her strengths finder. So I'm, I'm, we're not going to go through all of them, but some of the things that she is able to do, she's an activator. That's her number one. So she makes stuff happen. She's that type of that person. I that, do. Yeah. She goes and she makes stuff happen and she wants to do stuff now rather than, <laughs> rather than simply talk about it and plan about it. She's like, if we're going to do it, let's do it. And this is, and it can if, be hard with some things. <laughs> Delayed gratification can be hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It can be. And you know, what's funny is activator is my number six. So we have a lot of similarities in that way, you know, just because we're mother and daughter and stuff, but I'm the same way. I'm like, well, if we're going to do it, let's just do it, you know? So, but you also have other things. Um, you have this ability to help people feel understood and cared about. You have this woo quality that really people are drawn to you. Um, they love meeting you, you you love meeting them. And then you have this individualization quality, which I also have in my top. It's like my number two or three or something. Um, number two, I think. And it's where we really value every single person's value and their, their strengths and mm -hmm. what they contribute to things and stuff. And so when you're mentoring people and you're talking to people, they're feeling fully, fully accepted by you, you yeah. know? And, and yeah, you I have tell people, I'm, like, I'm one of those people too. that I don't, I don't judge people. Um, like I don't blame them for things that have happened in the past or mistakes that they make, because like I've made mistakes that I'm not proud of, you know? And so I'm like, okay, well, if I can accept myself, then surely I can accept others who have made similar mistakes or even worse mistakes or less mistakes, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, but that goes to that individualization. You're like, no, everybody is on a journey. Everybody's progressing. And see, that's number two for me. It's number three for you, mm -hmm. which is why we, we don't have any problem working with people who say, okay, these are the issues. My child is doing this and this. We don't villainize the child. We don't think mm -hmm. bad about the child. We just go, okay, well, so the child is having a struggle. No problem. The child's still got potential. Everybody does. And let's see what the child is doing right. Let's see how we can work with, you know, find the pieces that the child is missing or whatever. And so we just have that as we part of our strength. Right through that where people, other people might get hung up on like, oh, your child did that. Oh. Yeah. The emotion of it. We don't get hung up on the emotion of it. So yeah. that's a, that's a big thing actually for both of us. Both of us have responsibility as number 10. So you may be asking how in the world do I know pages? Well, because I actually told Paige, Hey Paige, will you take this? Um, and I said, <laughs> and then plus she's I like, send me your results. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, plus, I think it would be really fun for your husband to take it too, because you guys are newly wed and how cool would it be for you guys to be able to see where you can pair with each other? Because that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And and you found out some interesting things, right? Yeah. My top five, like my fifth one is his bottom one. Like we're talking number 34. Yeah. I'm like, are you serious? 
And so my number five is actually, it's futuristic. So basically the ability to, and determination to look ahead, make goals, um, and plan for the future and live for the future. Uh, <laughs> so create a vision, right? Which is yeah. a very... And that's something we talk about a lot in self-government. Mm-hmm. Because that's a super huge part of getting your family where you want it to be. You have to know where you're going. Mm-hmm. But that's not one of his strengths. Um, he even told me before we got married, he's like, you know, I'm just one of those people that... I just roll with the punches and I just take life as it comes. I'm like, okay. Um, do you have any like big goals or dreams? Like, I don't care if they're super silly. Like one of my goals and dreams is to one day own my own private jet. I know that probably will never happen, but it's a fun one. You know, one of my big fanciful dreams. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, no, I, I, I don't ever think about that. I'm like, what? (laughs) 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 I remember we sat down and made our 20 year vision um a few months into our marriage and it was interesting though because he actually got very very detailed like when I kind of guided him through I'm like okay so what's it gonna smell like what holiday is it gonna be where are we gonna be um you know what are the feelings I mean what are we gonna be talking about and he gave me very very specific details um because Because one of his strengths yeah, yeah one of his like his number one strength is ideation he loves thinking of ideas but just not ideas in the future on his own. So, <laughs> but he, like, once he's presented with an idea, it is in his mind for forever. You know, like, he just goes over it and creates this whole world inside of his head and all these details. Um, and he he's done that with multiple other things. And, like, he's currently working on a historical game type of thing. And he's done so much research to get a background like creating it yeah yeah he's creating his own world to play this game and i'm like wow that is dedication right there but i don't do that <laughs> but i'm, well, it, it's I'm the head to the future you know i'm like okay so what are we where are we going to be financially in five years or where are we going to be with our family in five years you know i'd like to have a few children um and you know stuff like that but he i don't know it's that just doesn't come as easily to him which is interesting no but it's good to know right yeah i mean i think that's the thing is it's like so good to know because you could spend a lot of years of your life going okay can you just look ahead okay what do you mean you can't of course you can because you're thinking i can it's no big deal for me of course you can everybody can but when you look at the strengths and you see it's his bottom so that basically means it's one his, of his weaknesses. It's basically his weakness, but it's your number five strength. Then you go, oh, he really does not, his, that, his brain does not go there. Like it doesn't even know how to fully get there. Yeah. And so that was actually really big for me because I'm like, okay, so I have to instigate the conversation about goals. But once I get him there, then he's all in. And he's, you know, very willing to make these connections and to, you know, turn, make this, formulate this idea and this picture in his head. But I have to present the idea first, Mm -hmm. which is fine. You know, once I know, I'm like, okay, here's the idea. How do you want to roll with it? (laughs) You know? Well, but see, then you recognize each other's strengths and weaknesses and you don't have to take it personal. You just go, this is how we're going to communicate. I don't have to compare him to me. 
I can just say, this is how his strengths are. And this is where my strengths are. And so let's keep those in mind with each other. And so that we can figure out the best way to communicate, the best way to solve problems, the best way to do projects. So this Clifton Strengths Finder test that's done by Gallup um, was actually started for Fortune 500 companies because the companies wanted to maximize the way that they worked. So they said, hey, make us this test and we want to test our employees and see if we've got people put in the right positions, right? In the company. And when, and when you say, right, I mean, I'm sure they weren't like firing people and whatever. The best but they, fitting position. Yeah, but they probably went, wait a minute. So-and-so is woo and she is in data entry. She should be in marketing well, or, you know what I mean? Or something else. Exactly. So they, all of a sudden they realized, wait a minute, we can move somebody around. They'll be happier. The work will flow better. The company somebody will else do better. Move, <laughs> yeah, somebody else can move to data entry that is, you know, more into that kind of thing. It's a win-win for, all uh, around. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what uh, strength that would be, but I'm sure there is a good one for it, whatever it is, maybe analytical or something. I don't know. Anyway, but someone who, you know, wants to, to do that. So it does help people work better together. It helps you have less arguments when you understand mm -hmm. how somebody is. So I have asked my family, will you all please do this test? Because I want to know, as of course, I'm strategic. So <laughs> I want to know up. how everyone works on the well, inside. I, I do. I do. I want to know how everybody thinks so that then I can go, well, okay. Because if I know that, then the strategic thing in me is like, okay, well, then, <laughs> then I can communicate <laughs> better. Yeah, I can communicate better because when I'm a strategic communicator anyway, I can read That's people. That's one of the things I do because of my individualization quality. And I have another high quality called connectedness and I can read people really well. And so since I can read people really well and I have the strategic component, why wouldn't I say to my family, Hey, can you guys all do this? Because that's going to help me connect better to them. If I know those things about them and I can remember some key things about how they communicate, then I'm not going to be frustrated with them. Not that I am anyway, because I usually appreciate everything because of their, the individualization thing mm -hmm. that I have. Um, anyway, so interesting. We, you know, I found having my husband do this was really interesting <laughs> too, because me and my husband have some things that are way different from each other. A Very couple opposite. of our things were the same, you know, but my bottom one is his number six. <laughs> and you know, but luckily my three is his number two. So that's good. And oh, that is um, yeah. And he, he and I share a few other ones too, but, um, but really we are way, way different. And so you, so it helps you just kind of go, okay, well, no wonder over well, the years. Well, that's the same with me you know, and my husband, Joseph, like we share his number four is my number six. And I think we share another one too, but then we have those polar opposites as well. And so we have a couple things in common, but for the most part, we complement each other because I have strengths or he has weaknesses and vice versa. Mm -hmm. 
I yeah, think I have really big to understand too. Uh, oh yeah. I, and, and the thing is, is you're never going to find someone that's completely the same. Like Paige, if there's anyone who understands me in this world, I mean, dad understands me ish, but you understand me probably better than dad does because you share a lot of my characteristics. And I would imagine that all of my children would share multiple of my characteristics. I haven't gotten all the results back yet. Well, it's interesting that you say that though, because, um, you know, whenever I come home, I often go and sit in the office and just talk with dad. It's usually just me and him for sometimes a couple hours and it's super fun, but he'll say to me, he's like, okay, so when London does this, like, I don't understand why does she do this? Or mom will say this. And I get so frustrated. I'm like, okay, dad, this is what's going on in mom's brain. This is what's going on in your brain. <laughs> and this is what you both need to understand about each other's brains and how, what mom is thinking and trying to accomplish and what you're thinking and hoping to accomplish. And he goes, Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, because sometimes hearing something third person, like he and I, we just go along, you know, and, and we know we're different, but we also have some things that are same and we just really thrive on each other's differences too, mm-hmm. a lot of the times, but then occasionally it's good to hear somebody else's perspective of like something. Like an outsider's like, view. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, you know, cause I think, you know, he was probably talking to you about you and your husband and differences there. Like dad notices mm-hmm. differences. That's yeah. one of his strengths. <laughs> But then what he does with what he notices, that's a whole different story. So this is interesting. (laughs) One of his strengths is to notice everybody's differences. One of my strengths is to notice all the good in everybody, all the good qualities in everybody. So it's almost like the complete opposite. Anyway, so I so whenever he brings up things, you know, I don't ever take it personal because I'm just like, well, he's just, you know, whatever. And then but Anyway, but he can take things a little bit more personally than I do just because he notices these differences. Anyway, it's just interesting. It's just interesting to know, you know, and every person is so incredibly different. So we don't need to go on and on forever, but, um, oh, but it's so fun to talk about. I, it is so fun to talk about, but I want to share a couple of other things with you. Um, just as you're going through the idea of strengths finder and, and go to parenting house United, read all the stuff on relationships. There's a lot of stuff there that you can have. Mm-hmm. And if you've already got the book, that's a good start. But if you want to take these strengths, you mean finder go to tests, teaching self-government.com. What did I say? Parenting house United. That's a good place. <laughs> you're right. I did say the wrong thing. Yep. You're right. Parenting a house United the book. Um, Cause there's a whole section there. But if you want to go to the next level, this Clifton Strengths Finder test um, done by Gallup is so fun because it will give you literally a whole like pages and pages of a description. For your top your, 10. Yeah. Yeah. Of your specific strengths. And, and they, it, it literally is like, it's describing you. I mean, I just read two little sentences here and there, but like, for instance, on individualization, it's a whole like one and a half page thing yeah. that it lists of about what it means to have that kind of a strength. And it's just so fun to recognize your own strengths. I think that was um, a neat thing that Quinn got out of it too. Is Yeah, to help him kind of understand himself. Yeah. Is, you know, when he did it and we looked over his stuff, he was like, aha, I I see, (laughs) I see that actually my greatest strength is also my Achilles heel. 
<laughs> right? So he so he has this this strength that's incredible. He's totally analytical. Like he can analyze and and that is so good for him academically and with certain careers and stuff amazing like he loves this and his brain just does this analytical thing where he can just sort stuff data and he and he can like really zero in on things but the problem is is it can also be your achilles heel because sometimes you can overanalyze something so that you get stuck in a loop right yeah and so then you've got an issue and so he was like okay good between- now I, I see yeah. now that i know that's my biggest strength i also know it can be my achilles heel it can be my problem and and just seeing what her strengths were like huh i didn't know you know that about me i'm going to keep that in mind as i'm looking for my next job or whatever so um i really just think you learn so much about yourself you learn so much about others But I did want to tell you that you don't have to settle for what you have there. If there's something you want, if you want to be more woo, okay, like pages number two is woo. She's a two woo. Anyway, um, if, if you want to be more woo, which means just more like you reach out to people and whatever, you can work on it. You can practice it. You can tell yourself, okay, every time I go somewhere, I'm going to try to talk to at least three different people. And I'm going to try to find something about them. Even if it feels uncomfortable, I'm going to do it. I mean, I think every one of these strengths, you could step out of a piece of your comfort zone that you're normally staying in and you can improve upon them. Mm-hmm. Or well, the nice thing is about you, them and make a plan. When you do that, then your comfort zone expands. Imagine that. Yeah. And so, you know, what I just did there is I gave you a strategic way for how you could improve your strengths, even, or I shouldn't say improve, increase, or, or even alter some of your strengths because my top strength is strategic. So of course my brain automatically does that. I can't stop. (laughs) Thank you for that solution. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I can't stop anyway, but I love that. In fact, the first personality type test I took years and years ago, it was a color code type test. (gasps) I loved that one. Yeah, it's a fun one. But when I took it when I was young, um, there I, I didn't necessarily like my results in it. And I thought, <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. I'm like, maybe I was I was moody that day because someone wanted me to take it or whatever. I had an <laughs> attitude problem that day. I don't know. Um, but I came out and I, I wasn't sure I liked it. In fact, um, I know my mother definitely wasn't super pleased by the fact that I had so much red, which was one of the colors. <laughs> and um and I, I thought, but wait a minute, I can just adopt all the other colors, can't I? There I go being strategic again. <laughs> why do I have to stay with this color? Why, why can't I just, you know, have can't all, I be the all of them? Uh, yeah. So I thought, well, why don't I just take the good parts of all the colors, recognize what they are and just start working on them. And so that's actually what I did. And I deliberately on purpose decided to develop more understanding and empathy of other people. It's still not my strongest strength, you know, but it is something that I've worked on so that I can say, okay, I do understand where that person's coming from. I really do care Mm -hmm. because there was, I think a point, I mean, I was in my teenage years, you know, like you're a little selfish at that time anyway. Yeah. Well, I know you took it again when we were a little bit younger. I know I was in my early teens and Quinn read the book and he's like, Hey, let's do it. It sounds fun. Oh yeah. I had done it long before that, but yes, I had taken it and I was surprised at how I had changed. So Mm -hmm. 
by that point I was definitely orange, which is red, red mixed with yellow. Yeah. And so was the whole family, except for dad. Yeah, he has some yellow, but it's not as dominant. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he has red. more blue. He has more blue. Which uh-huh. is more red is like you like to be in control of the situation. Yellow is fun, bubbly, blue is laid back too. Kind of laid yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. And then blue is like more emotional, emotionally attached to things. And then white, which is the other one, is like peacemaker. Yeah, it is peacemaker, but also perfectionist. Yep. So sometimes when people are white, they, uh, and that's why they want peace. They usually are trying for peace and harmony and stuff like that. But they Mm -hmm. usually, um, they usually expect perfection out of themselves. Anyway, there's so many neat things that you can learn about yourself. I mean, I just really love learning more and more all the time and analyzing more about me because if I'm truly going to govern myself, if I'm going to help myself continually become the best version of myself, of course, I need to know more all the time. So if this type of a strengths finder test sounds fun to you, I highly encourage it. It is a lot of fun. It is worth the money, 100%. um, Because just what you learn about yourself and others, you can stop being so hard on yourself and just recognize, (laughs) okay, this is the way I process. If I want to change that, then I need to make a plan for that. Well, it's nice because if you know other people, this is how they process. This is how I can change to meet their needs better. Oh yeah. Amen. And that's actually what I'm doing while, why I want everyone to fill it out in the family so that I can be more understanding, even more understanding it, mm-hmm. of where people are coming from. So anyway, I hope this was fun for you. It sure was fun for me, Paige. Thank you for joining me to talk about your strengths, my strengths, and yeah. everybody else of strengths here on the teaching self-government podcast if you would like to find more about self-government if you want to help your family improve their bonding and their relationships go to teachingselfgovernment.com there are a lot of resources there and you can also find things on the teaching self-government youtube channel as well as on my blog and other things there on teachingselfgovernment.com so we will talk to you again next time and thank you for joining us bye-bye bye You've been listening to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. For more information and resources to help unite your family, visit teachingselfgovernment.com.